This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Husbands and wives are called to serve one another in mutual submission and love. Today on Better Together, Christine Kane, Holly Wagner, Jenny Lesko, Zai Chandler, and Havila Cunnington talk about how to build marriages that last. Come on, join us. So when I first got married, I just knew that I was God's favorite. I mean, I just, my husband, first of all, he's fine. And fine. Fine. (laughs) Say fine. Fine, okay. Fine. And he loves Jesus and he communicates and he's just, and he has dimples, you know? (laughs) I'm kind of partial to dimples. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, me, I'm pretty great. Yes. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty great. And so I just knew because God loved me so much, he, I'm great. I've been fasting and praying for marriage and here we are. And he, my husband's pretty great. I just knew God would give me like at least a year before he started talking to me about the S word. And I'm not talking about sex because I was ready for that. <laughs> That's I was ready for that. But just submission. Um, that was just something I was not comfortable with. And I didn't want to tell my husband that. And somehow we missed it in marriage counseling so uh, or premarital counseling. So uh, we get married and our lives are crazy. He's the pastor of a church and I'm working as a nurse in the hospital. And our schedules were, like I said, just super nuts. I mean, I was doing 12-hour shifts back to back, and he's leading the church. Um, It was like ships passing at a distance. When he was relaxed and happy, I'm thinking, I have to wake up 5 o'clock in the morning, so uh, no, let's turn the TV (laughs) down. Like, no, please stop talking to me. I just want to sleep. And when I'm ready to rumble and just excited, he's just (laughs) preached, and he just wants to scratch. It's just... (laughs) Watch NCIS LA. (laughs) And so I'm sensing that life is not, this is not why we got married. Like we're just not seeing each other. And I'm sensing it, but I didn't like conflict. So I'm just leaving it alone. And my husband, he likes conflict. And so he comes to me one day, he's like, Zai. And I'm like, what's up? He said, "Um, this isn't working. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, this is like, I got married to you. I, I want a wife. Mm. I, I want to be with you. I We're not seeing each other. Yeah. And it's been several months now, yeah. and it's a lot. Like, I, I don't like where this is going. Yeah. And I God had been talking to me about it before, but I just didn't want to address it. Because I'm like, what does it mean to address it? And he said this. He said, Zai, I think it's probably time for you to transition to working at the church. Now, pause here because I love the church. My life was transformed in the church. I love our church. Mm. I'd always dreamed of possibly working at the church. But he was just asking me to quit my career. Yeah. And being a nurse, that's what I felt called to. And that's like my identity was almost wrapped up Mm. in being a nurse. And I was pretty good at it. I mean, 
my patients would give, like, they would write letters. <laughs> and I mean, oh. I was that person that would actually sit down and talk. Wow. So, of course, my shifts were longer because I talked to all of my <laughs> patients. I loved being a nurse and hear my husband, who I prayed for and I fasted for, is saying he wants to spend more time with me. And it looks like me sacrificing and not being a nurse anymore to wow. do something else. And it just started, I'm like, if we're starting our marriage with me making a big sacrifice like this, then what is, what yeah. type of like, yeah. wow. what am I getting into? Yeah. Like, is this what submission is? Like giving up on dreams and all that stuff. Like now I'm gonna, he's the Lord, like he's the head of the house and he's also gonna be my boss if I go to work for the church. <laughs> like, am I ready? Like, wow. I was so yep. confused, <laughs> but I said, I guess this is what it means. And I kind of, did it begrudgingly, mm. like, I guess this is what submission means. And I didn't quite understand it then. Nine years later, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Wow. Not just for our marriage, but for me. Right. Mm. Like when I gave my life to Christ, I knew that I just wanted to forget work. I just wanted to be in the church all the time. So I wanted it, but at the same time, I was scared for it. And then this is my husband, like saying, this is the next best thing for our marriage. but. Submission, I found, it taps in on an insecurity. Wow. Right. Wow. Like, it's like, and it's, it's triggering when that request came. This is what I truly believe when the two become one flesh. And if you're both running in alignment after the plan and the purpose of God, there are times where you thought the dream, the plan, the purpose was going to be realized in one way. And oftentimes, God gets us off the path that we thought we were on to put us in alignment with His purpose. And I think marriage is a whole lot of that. It's There are times when I have to yield and I have to lay down in certain seasons, um, different plans, different purposes, different desires that I might have. And there are other times when Nick will lay his down. So there's an ebb or a flow. But I'm telling you, after almost three decades, you look back and go, Wow, God, you actually exceeded anything that I thought. If I was submitting as unto you and for your greater plan and your greater purpose, God has brought things back in my life that I laid down. I thought I would never see them this side of eternity. And God blew my mind in the way that he did it. And so I think if we work in the plan and the purpose of God, we stay in alignment with the will of God. There are times where our dreams, our desire, our purpose, our plan right now, maybe we have had to lay it down for a season, it changed when I had kids. Lots of things change. If I don't get too attached to the way it's going to happen, I find that God actually makes it happen in a better way than I ever thought. When people hear that word submission, uh -huh. immediately in the, put in the definition, you know, married Christian woman. Yes. It's like, okay, that's just like so far from the reality of right. what submission. I mean, even yesterday we talked about that as Christ followers, we're submitting to God in his plan for our life. So yeah. yielding to God, yielding is actually the Christian way, right? right? Yielding right. to God's plan. Yeah. It's not just the, the married woman thing. It irritates the snot out of me when that's <laughs> what it, how yes, we take so it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, and especially in the culture in which we live in. So I feel like that it's been so misconstrued and yeah. misunderstood and, and scriptures taken out of context. And it, Lies, so, submit. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. So let me talk about that scripture just for a moment. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, Ephesians 5, which is where, right, the that, scripture, but that, that comes it. from. That portion, that portion of scripture is actually, I'll give you a little lesson, is actually called the house codes. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, the house codes and 
starting in uh, uh, Ephesians 5.21, it goes through the beginning of chapter 6. And it's the house codes. And these were not Christian. They were actually Hellenistic. They were Roman and, and to a certain degree Jewish. This was how society was set up. This is the order for society. And so when Paul is taking that and putting it in these letters, he, it's, a, it's a, a very different thing. And what Paul does is remix the whole thing. Right. And so how Paul talked about it in Ephesians 5 was uh, very different than how it was because uh, rather than, for example, the wife uh, sacrificing herself for the husband, which is what Paul's audience expected because that was the traditional way this was written, um, he remixed it and he admonished the husband to love her yeah. and sacrifice mm. yourself for her. Mm. And so that would have freaked them all out because <laughs> wow. that was not the culture. But Paul went, no, we're doing it. He puts the pressure on the man to actually, who was like the, they called it like the potter familia. So the, the head of the household in that culture, he put the pressure on them. No, you die for her. Yeah. Exactly. You love her. And that would have shocked them because nowhere in that culture was a man expected to love his wife. In fact, she was just property. Yeah. And he could get rid of her wow. if she did. If she was barren, he could divorce her. Like they were just chattel property. And so Paul went, nope, you sacrifice yourself for her. Uh -huh. You love her. In fact, the way that Christ loved the church, meaning you know, he gave himself up for her. Yeah. So the pressure, we always think, oh, you know, it's about the submission. No, it, the pressure on that whole portion is actually on yeah. him to be a servant and not the ruler. Wow. I love that you said that because, you know, yeah. with Nick, that's what um, I, I remember even when we first, because I, you know, I didn't marry till I was 30 because I was like, what do you mean submit? Right. I'm like, you know, I'll submit to God. And, um, you know, but I, I remember it was like when it was to the degree that you will love me as Christ loves the church. And I say that to Nick all the time, man, you got the bad end of this stick. <laughs> you got to die for me. So while you're doing that, I'm happy to submit. Right, We're all right, in this. Right. This is going to work right. fantastic. <laughs> and pretty much that is like the deal. And I, 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 you know, Holly, you and I, all of us here have been in pastoral care ministry for so long and it breaks my heart. I'm in my late 50s, you know, mid to late 50s now. And so we've watched this evolve, yeah. of, you know, yeah. um, and I just think of how this has been so misused yeah. against women. Mm -hmm. um, some women, especially in the 80s and 90s yeah. when we were all like, would be forced or, or sort of guilt-tripped, shamed yep. into staying I, where, yep. where there was domestic violence happening at home right. yeah. people. And you're like, are you, I'm yeah. hoping if any woman is watching this, yeah. we are not talking about, and no. we're like, no, get no. out and get somewhere safe yes. is the first thing that we Absolutely. would always say. And um, I'm grateful. I certainly grew up in a church culture that, that never, it was always like you safety first and you never use a scripture like this yeah. to lord it over someone, to right. manipulate someone. But I, I have seen it in the Christian world how, and which is why some people broke out in hives as soon as they hear the word wives <laughs> yes. and submit right. in that scripture. Yes. Right. Because when I think in terms of how it's been used abusively for sex, for violence, if, you know, under yeah, the guise of true. God yeah. and this has been weaponized, yes. uh -huh. um, I understand why some people are freaking out. And again, I've yep. got daughters, so we have to talk about this really openly yeah. um, because you're going, okay, that still, it doesn't change that God had a plan, but it's under the overarching plan of mm -hmm. what yield, I think what yeah. you're saying, yielding. 
And I think if we start, even started this conversation, because we're we're all married here, and I know there are people watching this that aren't married. There are yeah. people watching this that have gone through horrific marriages yeah. where their husband mm. would have beat them over the head with right. this kind of scripture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we want to set those people free. I yes. mean, like with 100%. But I think that... and. In my 26 years of marriage, the, um, the amount of times Nick and I have constantly, I'm like, you got this hard deal, so <laughs> you do this thing. Yeah, and true. I think it would be really helpful even in church life mm -hmm. if we talked as much about that than wives submit to your yeah, husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we talked as much about, and That's husbands true. love your wives. So yeah. we Three times you said, love your wife. Love, yeah. love your and wife. as Christ love loves the wife. church. I'm yeah. like, uh, you're that means on the cross, which is what yeah. I said. And I go, God never told me to get on the cross for you, so knock yourself out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Scripture yes, starts totally. with submit to one another. So the whole that's thing starts thing. with submit to one another. Totally. And so as, but mm. that's the Christian way of doing mm. things. So right. even here we're having a conversations, but we're yielding our ideas to one another because that's, that's what that's it means to be a Christ follower. It's, I'm not demanding that you see something my way. Yeah. I'm submitting my ideas to you. You're yeah. submitting yours to me. We're Absolutely. submitting to one another. This looks different in every marriage and every relationship is different, but it seems that even from a woman's standpoint, from a woman's perspective, um, Eve, we look at Eve, Adam and Eve in the Bible, and um, it says when after they fell and ate the fruit and disobeyed God, um, one of the things was that God said over the woman was that you will, um, your desire will be for your husband. And I think we want we want things to go a certain way. We want our husband to look at us a certain way. We want us, we want things to go a certain way. And when they don't, it's hard for us to to submit to that. And I think there's just that tension and that struggle of desire and reality and the struggle of, and sin and um, and relational just blah. There's, it's just hard. And so I think sometimes we just desire for our husbands to respond a certain way and the reality of it is the Bible says that the, the wife is meant to um, respect her husband and the husband is meant to love his wife. Now, I think if the, if the Bible said, wives love your husbands, that would be easy because we naturally love. We naturally want to um, love and give, but to respect is something that I think can be hard because we think, oh, well, you have to earn respect. But truly, respecting is seeing the the God-given um, strength and the image of God in the person that is in front of you. And I think we have to, as women, fight to respect. And, so, and I think men have to sometimes fight to love. And so to be able to um, submit in marriage in that way, I think there can just be a tension, but it's beautiful when it's done and when you see marriages flourish in this because it's such a picture of Jesus and his church. Connect with us on social media. Like, comment, and share your favorite moments from today. We can't wait for you to join our community. And we do that out of reverence, out of love for God. Yes. Like it's not because I'm gonna do whatever my husband wants me to do because I wanna be a great wife. Or I'm gonna do whatever my wife wants me to do because I wanna be a great husband. That's not a great enough motivator after Come a while. It keep you, yeah. It won't keep yeah, totally, you. Yeah, totally, no. But we do it yeah. out of love for yeah. God. Yeah. We submit one to another, like we submit even to 
elders, we submit, like this is a word that we do. This is hard to do, but we do that out of love for God, for God. And it says submitting to one another in the fear of God. Yeah. So it's the realization that God is the one that we're all under, that we're all submitting to. Yeah. And even how in Ephesians 5, 22, when it says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. So there is that, there's that love relationship with the Lord where you're yeah. just like, Lord, I will, you're my master, you're my Lord, you're my father, you're my king. Um, yeah. I will submit to you. And with that same relationship, that same love mm-hmm. approaching your marriage that way, and submitting to your husband. I just think that that's so key. It's the you fear know, of the Lord, the love. I used to think as to the Lord, I used to think that meant I have to love my husband the way I love God. <laughs> like I have to almost like background, I'm Sierra Leonean. And so that's West African sense. country. Yeah. Mm. And so, and a lot of different people might be watching like immigrant based families. When you, there's such a dynamic yep. between a man yes. and a wife, a lot of our thoughts on submission or whatever, it's more cultural mm. than it is yeah. biblical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how yeah. I, when I came into yeah. marriage and stuff, like we were on telling the story, it was just yeah. part of what I know about scripture, a little bit of it, but it's part of what I learned yeah. from the culture and yeah. what it yeah. looks like. And so that's, I think a lot of folks think they have a hard time with submission, just the word, yeah. and they don't even want to learn mm. about it. They don't mm. want to hear right. about it right. because it reminds them of some relationship that they saw with their parents yes. or their yes. uncles so or true. this, Holy. whatever, and yeah. asked to the Lord, Sarah called him Lord, like yeah. all these yeah, sure. things. And it's like, so if my husband says jump, I say how high? Yeah, probably not. If he said cut your hair, I said what? Like, is, is that right. what it means? Because yeah. if that's that, then I don't want to be married. I don't want to submit. Mm. Yeah, well, and it's not that. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're saying. saying. It is not. <laughs> yes. But a lot of people think that. Yeah. I think what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I think in yeah. Greek culture, I think in lots okay. of things. Okay. It's like you, you in, in many of those cultures, we're very sort of patriarchal. Very, yeah. it, it, you bring that in. Right. And so it's not just West Africa. I could think. Asia, in some South America, you know, European, Greek culture. and you have to discern what's biblical, yeah. what's cultural, yeah. because it's it's a big deal. And if God is the God of a heart, yes, right? He's the He knows what's going on in the inside of us. It's that kind of I'm standing up, but I'm sitting down on the inside. Yes. Like submission is not a person. Like growing up in the church, clearly I wasn't from an immigrant family, but there was a culture in church which looked like she's a submitted woman because look how quiet she is, and she smiles when her husband preaches, yeah. and she she doesn't ask questions, and yeah. that's a submitted yeah. woman. I know. <laughs> That's how we were raised. And so, and then and for many of us as women, we never saw women in leadership unless they were married to someone and they had to be a submitted wife to them. Even being co-pastors is a very new kind of idea in our generation where a woman and a, and a, a husband and wife can pastor a church together or a woman can pastor independently of, you know, of, of her husband. That, those are very new concepts. I mean, I'm, and I'm a California Christian. Like we've been, yeah. we, are, we ride the line of is that, this. A, is that a denomination? Yes. <laughs> you know, who are you? I think when people hear the word submission, they get like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't like that word. It's such a dirty word. It's not a dirty word. It's a word used by a holy God. It's a good word. And I think because 
people have heard it misused, then it just continues to perpetuate this lie that submission is bad. Submission means that I have to be weak. Submission means that I have to wear nunnery type clothing and I can't speak up when, some, when I see um, something wrong. That's not what it means at all. Submission, it's a military word. Like it, it, it speaks of order. This is God's desire for us. And if, when we read it in context, we understand that it's actually a safe word and there's freedom found in submission. We can submit in marriage. We can submit in um, relationship with elders because we live a submitted life to God. That's the premise of our faith. We're no longer Lord. No, He's Lord and we're submitted to Him, submitted to His Holy Spirit. And that word speaks of safety. It's not dirty, it's not mean, it's not condemning, it's not archaic. No, it's a good word. It's a really good word. My mom was a minister's wife okay. and she was a very, she's a very passive personality. So it, she looked very submissive. She's very like, her personality was submissive. Where did you okay. get yours from? I, I know, <laughs> I'm half Italian. And I was like, but, but she wasn't submissive in the home, meaning mm. uh, she didn't submit her, she was equal to my dad in the home. I never felt that she couldn't share her thoughts. Yeah. She wasn't going to be, you know, confrontational. She yeah. needed to be. There was an equality in the home, but externally, you wouldn't know that because of her personality. And so when I got into ministry and life, I remember I was a bit like Chris where I would, I was just in it for the ministry. Like, you know, it is God, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And I had even at times thought I had a couple guys that asked me, would you want to get married? Actually two different times in my younger twenties. And I was like, nope, this isn't the one. One was I did. And one was like, no. And one was like, my parents like, no, <laughs> but by 26, I remember the Lord saying to me, Havilah, what do you want your in your life to look like? And I said, well, I really could imagine myself sitting at a family table. I'm Italian, you know, the Greeks here, and thinking about the table being full. Yes. And he said, well, if you want to get married, if you want that to be your, your life, you're going to have to slow down because Ooh. there's no guy that's going to want to run. He's not going to be able to run as fast as you at this moment and try to get your attention when you're like this. Wow. And so I remember intentionally slowing down, not, not in a you know, a uh, weird way, but in a, yeah. a fully powerful choice to take a minute oh. to go, is there anybody around that yes. I would like to partner with? Hmm. And the picture that God gave me was that I was running a race and I would look over and somebody was running the same race. We yeah. just see each other running the same race. So that required me to slow down. What I didn't know was that he probably, God had me slow down because he's four years younger. He was being born. <laughs> it's like, God's like, let's make this, let's make this legal. Like we need this to be legal. But that's why, but, but I think also like that idea yeah, that, right. that, that right. I wanted, I needed to marry a human being. Cause yes. I think we have this idea that we're marrying this prophetic preacher, exactly. best no. friend, yes. athlete, you know, all this craziness, which is like, yeah, you try that. You try to marry exactly. that and see how that happens. If you think he's that amazing, so everybody else. <laughs> and so that concept, and then I think that idea of when I got married, I was very much submitted to God first, which allowed it to be easier for me to submit to him, which didn't mean that we, I was powerless and he was powerful. It meant that I was able to submit my thoughts because I was already submitting it to God. My uh, thoughts, my will, my desires. Yes. So yesterday we talked about submission. This is how we get a good, we get a better marriage, I should say. Yeah, Again, we only get 50% of the vote. 
Yeah. If you have right. a crazy vote, like <laughs> you only get 50%, but yeah. that 50% that, that you have, you get to be very powerful in. And that starts in your walk with Christ. Yeah. Oh, and then I remember great. Ben and I, we had some really tough years. I mean, okay. the first five years were brutal. We had four kids. I was a very intense yeah. Italian. Wow. He's How a very, even uh, I don't know. I, it was a lot. It was, there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really, really remember. Because <laughs> I have all no memory. That's how I got pregnant for right. But anyway, regardless. Um, but also, um, I, he came very quiet, not talkative family. And here I was, like, intense and, and, and Italian. And we went at it for many years where I would just feel like, I'm losing my mind. Like, what? You got, you gave me this man. I'm supposed to submit to this. Like, this is crazy. Mm. Like, obviously, the two shall become one. I'm the best choice. <laughs> and there was a moment I, when, yes. and this sounds so, like, really, Havila, but I remember this moment of, of looking at him in the eyes. And we had gone, we did our work. Yeah. We did our work. Like marriage is not a one hit like wonder. No. I feel like marriage is you a mean, daily you just choice. Didn't get married and screw up. <laughs> no, it was it was bliss for three months. Uh -huh. But um, but marriage is a yes every day. Yes. yes. And it's Absolutely. a yes to not just sex and desire. It's a yes to build a life together. Yes. That's it. I'm building so a life. So building good. a life. Yeah. I'm not having a sexual moment. I'm yeah. building a sex life, which means it's not great today, but it can be great tomorrow because right. I get tomorrow. Right. It's, a, it's safety, right? It's it's security. And so I remember at one point I looked at Ben and I said, you know, babe, it's just us against the world. As long as you and I are good, it's I really true. don't care yeah. what anybody else thinks. Yeah. And that. once he knew, I really do believe this, mm. even if I was his wife as well, he probably would have the same experience if he was saying it to me. Once I knew we were cool together, that's what submission looked like, was like, we are in this together. And we were able to almost like link arms and face the world. That allowed me yep. to travel as a young mother. Yeah. That allowed yeah. me to go to, to places and he would be with the kids. And it allowed us to not be the traditional experience. Yeah. But because we knew. Exactly. As long as you and I are exactly. together. So people would say, well, what does your husband think? And I could tell they were fishing for mm -hmm. a, I'm going to see an unsubmitted woman in here. Mm -hmm. And I, I would just, you're, you're looking for the wrong thing. Yeah. It's not in here. I'm not trying to make something happen. I'm not so trying to good. override yeah. as a powerful man. Yeah. I'm a powerful woman that's able to happen because I have a powerful man at home that has no problem with me being powerful. The three things that are in our yard, like our area of responsibility internal, like within our relationships, is our attitudes, choices, and feelings. Those are the three things that I am responsible for. What I think about life, what I feel about life, and what I choose to do in life. When I take full responsibility of those three things in my life, I get powerful. That means anywhere I go, I get to own all my feelings, all my choices, and all my thoughts. That's huge. So in a relationship, that's where you start to stay powerful. So you say, oh, you feel that way? That's your emotions and you get to own that. And I feel this way, guess what? You can't make me happy and I can't make you angry. When you start to get clear on that, life gets so much simpler. And when we walk in that power of knowing what's ours and what's in our yard, all of a sudden we're not overwhelmed with what someone feels or thinks or chooses to do. We now get to stay powerful to steward the three things that are within our control, control or our yard. And that is the best way to keep our power in the midst of relationships. I think the submission problem happens when it's like, but this thing or this decision goes against my dream or my mission. And so it's like, well, of course, but 
if you talk about it on the front end of things, and I don't think before you get married, you're gonna be able to talk about everything. Right, right. But That's, you can talk about the big thing. You yeah. can, yes. Yes. and yes. you can marry, you can yes. talk totally. about the yeah, yeah. big thing. It and doesn't so solve itself. This yes. lines up, yep. and so yep. I can support that. I can come underneath that, like we're going somewhere together, as opposed to, I don't know, he's cute. 100 percent right and yeah question i think that's really clear like i now again we were not similar people we yeah. definitely didn't have similar callings uh -huh. but we had the same surrender to god and i think i mean for those that are watching today like if you are not married mm -hmm. and you are thinking you're missing something it is way i believe worse to be alone and than to be in a terrible marriage like i really i think being married would be very a terrible marriage is very difficult and i've had have seasons of that yeah. where it feels you feel like i can't I, I can't get away from this yeah so i've had that feeling but i would say for the women that are watching today that are in that season of like well how do i pick i would say look for a man that's teachable mm. that loves the lord like a man yeah. that's willing to be hear somebody else's opinion yeah. and then yeah. also willing yeah. to hear your opinion and 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 they don't have to have it all together but then for those that are listening to this today that are like i'm in a marriage and he, we're totally opposite spaces yeah i would i would challenge them that um you can still live the abundant life without anyone else participating so it doesn't mean that your choices will be look exactly how you want mm. it to be, but there mm. is an internal abundant life we have to live that doesn't line up with an external happening. And that to me is really, I've been challenged with that in my own life. Yeah. Like I can be happily married, not because I married a happy person or not because I'm the happy person. I can be happily married because I, I'm living internally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have an internal life yeah. that I'm, I'm building. And what, what I hear you saying though too is, um, there's room for two leaders in a marriage. Yes. Two leaders who are submitted to the Lord, but also submitted to each other. And I think, I mean, I think of, well, all of us, all but like us, yeah. for both of you being such strong yeah. people yourselves, married to strong people, like what does that look like for you guys? I think it's, I'm still, I need to ask more <laughs> questions. Right. I don't well, know. Okay. <laughs> And we both are at different temperaments, but even though, like on the Enneagram, Nick and I are both eights. Yeah. And so, yeah. no, you're not. Yeah, we're both oh eights. My but God. it's like, like, who cares? I would not dictate about it. I know, I know, I know. But that's interesting. Because, but we're both so yielded. So, of course, we got married. I, I was an itinerant evangelist. So, Nick, it's not that, like, oh, I had no idea. Right. <laughs> like, it's so, right. and he, he, when I say similar callings, Entirely different giftings, but a, the same calling of like reaching the world for Christ, whatever yes. that might look like. We never said this is exactly what it's going to look like. Yeah. And a commitment to one another's complete flourishing. So, mm. but understanding, and especially us, because we're older than you all, um, there was almost nobody in my era. Like you could count them no. maybe on a hand, wow. women that were the, the visible yep. wow. um, and the Man, now Nick Kane, and I always knew, I used to laugh, and I would say this 30 years ago, I'd say, oh, one day I'll be known as Nick Kane's wife. It's just right now. Um, <laughs> people just don't realise that. And then anyone that's with Nick for three minutes yeah. and then knows he runs everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and You're the face he, he runs. He runs yeah. hundreds of stuff. <laughs> He's the brains. And, and I'm not just saying it to make him feel good. No. He really does. Like right. all the stuff, yeah. all yeah. the, you know, 19 offices in 19 countries, it's all him. Um but I always knew that, that when I picked him, whatever, that that potential was there. It was a mutual picking. Mm. Um, and so it was, and I had to know, so for me, and this will help someone and it won't, and your story is going to help others because people need to know, oh, my yes. gosh, I didn't start like Chris. And, yeah. But with us, I had to know 
that I would do more married for the kingdom than single because I'd already, mm. I walked out of a, to submit to the call of God, I left a relationship that was ungodly, but I was totally satisfied mm. and I totally loved that person and I thought that was going to be my life. Wow. Yeah. So I left love, sex, all of that to follow Jesus. So it was not going to be enough. Yeah. Just love wow. and sex. That was never going to be enough for wow. me to get married because yes. I'm like, I left that. I dropped my net yeah. of that, of what I thought at the time was optimum to follow Jesus and pursue the call of God for my life. Mm. So then when, and it was during my quiet time, um, on my 28th, when I was 28, I was writing and I had no thought of it. I was writing in my prayer journal as was my practice every day, didn't even think about it. And literally it was like the Lord took and I wrote, and wrote, you're going to meet your husband this year. I, I dropped the pen. I remember it going. <laughs> wow. It was like so, it was as only God could wow. do it because I was so not going down that path. Yes. And um, I was like, I was horrified because I didn't even <laughs> want it because I'm like so mission. And I, and I remember saying to the Lord then, I'm doing more single for the kingdom than most married right. people that I know. So wow. I'm not um, looking for this. Anyway, as it all happens, then I was the director of a youth movement in Australia and Nick and I, and I was like getting at that point going, God, we're either got to break up or get married because, you know, it was, and I said, Lord, you've got to show me, you've got to show me that mm. this is, and I went to speak at a Youth Alive rally and I was in a school hall. It was a regional one and there were a thousand kids roughly, you know, in this rally. Yeah. I was standing at the back of the room and so just burdened by what I was going to do. And as I'm standing at the back, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me and quicken to me the scripture out of Ecclesiastes, one will put a thousand to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight. Okay. And I felt the Lord say, Chris, you can do, I'll bless you either way. If you stay single, this yeah. will be your fruit yeah, and yeah. you'll always, if you marry Nick, you will have 10 times the impact for the kingdom oh married than you will single. Wow. I needed that because yeah. that was like the, hmm. the thing. And so that then, because we would have, then we had a whole lot of other things to overcome because of my past things that the Lord would deal with. But big picture, that's what I mean, big yeah. alignment. Yeah. If we tried to work out in the 90s, how does a woman with yes. an evangelistic preaching yep. gift and a man that is more introverted and, you know, like it, it would never have worked. And nobody and most, and I knew and I needed a secure man because I knew a lot of men sort of looked down their nose at Nick. You must be a real weak man, really. She yep. must be so dominant. So the fact that he didn't give a rip yep. and he knew who exactly. he was in Christ and had his own identity yep. in Christ. I mean, the world's progressed a lot in 30 years, yes. but back then to be a man, you know, people, you know, would say, well, she was good, but it really should have been you up there preaching. I mean, you could just imagine what yep. it would have been oh. like in those days. Yeah. Yeah. And he just wow. wouldn't flinch. Truly, when Nick and I came together, the two did become one flesh. Now that's an evolving, you know, it, it happens over time and we get better at it over time. But after 26 years, when Nick and I look over the breadth of our life and ministry, just see all that the Lord's done, you know, 19 A21 offices in 16 countries and propel in over 100 countries and the opportunity to be able to proclaim the gospel all over the world and reach millions of people. I don't believe that would have happened um, if we weren't married and there have been times in that uh, where you know Nick has made some calls that maybe I thought whoo I hope you were hearing from God and that wasn't bad pizza and well, I've had thought that as I've submitted though ultimately unto God and then to Nick it is amazing what God has done truly we are living Ephesians 3:20 as the fruit of that we are living exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we could have ever asked hope or thought Explore more of the stories and inspiring content you love from Better Together on our YouTube channel, Better Together TV.
Subscribe today and never miss a new upload. What's happened is that he has seen what God has done in me yes. and encouraged. Mm. So when we first got married, I was on a television show. I was an actress. So, and just in the church and a part of it and helping make it happen yeah. and yeah. all of that. And then my desire changed. So I kind of walked away from the acting thing and, and started getting more in church. And then the next thing I know, I'm, my, it's like, like my, and I get this word, I the platform of influence is growing more than my husband's at that point. Yeah. Right? So then it started. And so he, but he was never threatened by that. He was like, you go girl. He was so <laughs> ahead of his time. Even yeah. more, yeah. you're older than me. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Philip. That that was unheard of. It was right? like, like truly. You go, girl. Yeah, and you he's never teaching. flinched in the, in all no. the time I've known no. him. No, he and we um, had this marriage counselor who's awesome. She, it's interesting. She said to me, she looked at me and she goes, "I'm not. It's not you. I'm committed to." And Philip, it's not you. I'm committed to. I'm committed to your marriage. Beautiful. Because wow. your marriage wow. is my client. Oh my God. That's so powerful. That's really helpful. Dang. And so <laughs> that's really. Yeah. Cool. And so then that's... she would say things. And so what she said, knowing how different we were, and how. Um, you know, just like wrestling through the submitting to one another yeah. concept. She said, let me put it a different way for you then. I went, please. <laughs> Help me. Help my sister out. <laughs> she, she said, I want you to see each other. You are each other's discernment partners. Wow. So, Holly, when Philip says we need to slow down and think about something, inside you're saying, no, we don't. <laughs> and she was right. She goes, yes, you do. And Philip, when she says, you need to make a decision now or there'll be consequences, you're saying, no, we don't. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. So this is where you're, that's, that's the submitting wow. to one another part, wow. is seeing each other as discernment, seeing each other as Holy Spirit discernment partners. And that isn't always easy to work out. Yeah. I mean, I, the theory yeah. of that is beautiful but. and I have to talk to Jesus about it, but there's a part of me that, you know, that would go. No, yes. I don't want what you just said. But honestly, that's how I am sometimes with the Holy Spirit. It's like resisting. Totally, right. totally. Right. No, because I know what the cost of that's going to be or yes, whatever. Sure. So, but that has been our kind of the dance Beautiful. that that's we've had cool. to navigate. That. Yes. Has survivor ever been like not balanced in marriage? Because I'm it, in mine or just in general. I, let's let's well, say well, yours. Well, well, I probably I don't think so. Um, because I'm, I'm not, uh, like, you know, when you gave that picture of the, the Christian, mm -hmm. she's a good submitted woman. Well, I've never been to that picture. So, but I think that's a wrong picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when I look at even Bible women uh -huh. from, from well, Jaya and Priscilla and Gael and yeah. it's just oh, yeah. like they were not like so that picture that people Christian have woman. is not real. Right. It's, it's, it's like a wrong picture. Yeah. Yeah. Like she she's and, and honestly, wow. if we just go back to the beginning, how we were created, male and female, Adam and Eve created mm. together to take dominion. That's where it all should go back to. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like, and, and what did, and even think about Jesus, what did he do? He, he elevated yes. the marginal. He elevated what the enemy had tried to bring down. Right. He elevated the picture of what it meant to be so partners. Good. And so, so I feel good. like sometimes people uh, read the words and of Jesus through, you know, Paul's eyes. And I'm saying to do it differently. Read what Paul wrote through the eyes of Jesus. Marriage relationship is obviously an incredibly intimate one. And 
the two becoming one. The interesting thing about that is that two becoming one, it's you don't lose your individuality. It's two, it's two chords, you know, being strung together that makes it stronger. You know, I didn't disappear when I married Philip, and he didn't disappear. We're just stronger. And sometimes my strengths can irritate him, <laughs> and his strengths can irritate me. And so what we've made the decision to see is that we are each other's um, discernment partners. Because I can only see what I can see. I can't see behind me. I have blind spots. We all have blind spots. And so, but Philip can see my blind spots and I can see his. And so we we have slowly but surely, and it wasn't always easy, but gotten to a place where we, we can can communicate this in an honoring way where we can be each other's discernment. So where Philip can say to me, Holly, um, I'm not, I'm wondering if this is the right dis decision for you to be making. Now, before I used to just go, oh, I can't believe you're John, blah, blah, blah. but now I go, okay, well, I'm going to pray about that. And so I've done the same for him. I go, Philip, I, and I'll say, you know, I just would like you to pray about that friendship because I'm just, I'm just wondering about that. And so it's not me trying to control him. It's not him trying to control me. It's just me seeing something that maybe he can't see and he's seeing something that I can't see. And we bring it to each other. And then I'm an ind my own person. So I get to make whatever decision I'm going to make, but I will be doing it discounting his discernment. And so that's where I don't really want to do that, make any big decisions that there's not some sort of agreement on. So that's where we kind of have done this dance of being each other's discernment partners. It's not always easy but I think it makes us stronger. I love what you said, even that the marriage was the best when you remained powerful. Mm -hmm. It kind of speaks to the whole yeah. picture. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people that struggle with submission, it's like you're trying to recreate a picture that you hate. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You don't like that well marriage. Said, right? yeah. Like, you don't think that woman that's really docile and bless the Lord and all that, yeah, exactly. you don't think that she has personality. Yeah, you don't like that person. You don't like that. And so you're that's trying right. mm -hmm. to recreate this thing and your body's like, I don't want to. And it's like, what if that's the wrong picture? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, what if that's the, and I, I think for me, I, there's been so much growth because first it's that whole submissive, like, yes, what do you want? Okay, dinner. Okay, cool. I'm going to yeah. have dinner. I'll be tired, but I am going to have dinner ready for you every <laughs> single night. And I'm going to clean up the house. I mean, I was that person. Oh, wow. wow. I'm going to have you discover daughter? makeup. <laughs> and Who are you? Well, listen, that was before. Oh, oh, That's what I thought that marriage was. Yeah. That like, okay. And also my context, my husband was the pastor. Yeah. Right. So That's there's right. all these different oh, yeah. dimes. Sam, yeah. it was, I was messed up. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, therapist. You, you were set up. I was set yeah. up. Yeah. sure. Yes. And so then, until my husband's like, you seem stressed out. And I was like, well, I'm trying to be a submitted wife. <laughs> what do you know? All the stuff I have to do? Of course I'm stressed. Right. Like, you're a little high strung. Stephen Chandler. <laughs> yes, because I'm trying to, he's like, I'd rather the house be messy. Totally. And you and I just connect. Yeah. And you and I just relax. I'd rather you order DoorDash. And yes. I said, first of all, say right. less. Yeah. So I okay. stopped cooking. 
<laughs> this is gonna free somebody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and I just started relaxing, and then I started also having an opinion. Yeah. Sometimes I would feel like there's something that God would call me to say about this certain situation, but being a submitted wife meant that I had to be silent. I'm supposed to win them over, but my side, like all these different mm. scriptures that pictures. we don't, yeah. wrong pictures. And it's like, no, speak up. Right. You, Stephen's yeah. not gonna accomplish everything that God has for him without that, you. Yes, and, that, and vice versa. that's the truth. And, and, and at the same time, it's like yeah. speaking the language that someone hears. Yes. So, yes. so yes. if you were fluent in, in Spanish, yo te voy a hablar en español porque no tienes inglés, right? So I'm going to do the Spanish thing. But it's just like, so with Phil, I'm going to speak man in yeah, the sense that right. I'm going to speak in a yes. way that he that's hears. So and that's not dishonoring who I am. It's speaking the language that he hears. And so I've learned well, my so. husband. Right, so that's the part of mutual submission. Exactly. It's like I speak the language that he hears. So instead of me telling him what I think, I often come in because this is him. This is my he husband. I come in and I'll say, "Can I tell you what I think about that?" Yeah, Ooh, right. And then he, he and he goes, "Yeah," because he understands that I'm going to see things he doesn't see. So he goes, "Yes." And then he's learned to speak Holly, right? So he's learned to say things. Like if he would, if he tries to control me, yep. Ooh, that's so never going to work. No, 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 no. Right? So he's learned to go, here's a suggestion or here's two ideas. Which one do you think would be better? Mm. He's learned to speak me. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's yeah. that part of, of mutual <laughs> submission is understanding the totally. person that you are married to, yeah. right? Instead of trying to say it how you would say it, yeah. how will they understand you? Yeah, I'm right? really glad that Good. Chris can hear that. I mean, I, need, I needed that. that. Yeah, I know. I feel like the Lord the Well, and I, I will say this. I remember one time I had been going to counseling and getting stronger and learning my powers, raised in a, a church that, you know, I was taught that I was I was in charge of everyone's happiness mm. and they, how they liked me and how they saw me. And so wow. that, of course... Take, took yeah. me to postpartum depression. But long story short, remember one time I had been this modern woman. I watched my mom make my dad dinner and bring him his food. And I went to school my mother. And I said, you know, mom, dad has two legs. He can get up and get his own food. <laughs> you did and, not. Oh, I did. <laughs> Again, I'm the modern, wow. this modern, you know, yeah. woman. And my husband and I are a team. And I'm trying to explain to mom, team. And my mother and her, you know, southern, she's like a, a California farm girl ways, looks at me and she says, Havila, I like doing this for your father. And when she said it, I knew she was saying, I'm still powerful. I actually have chosen yeah. to do this. So don't, don't, exactly. don't look yeah. at my, my submissiveness that. as a powerlessness. Yeah. There are some women that are watching today that look submissive because they, they feel powerful in that totally. space. I That's love the language. That. Does that make Beautiful. sense? Yeah. So it's different. It's again, the heart behind the, all yes. the everything that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the language of submission, mm. That's and she does it because he loves it. He's an Italian. He loves the food. Yeah. He loves, that's his love yeah. language. So again, staying powerful, I think, is how we stay submitted. You might be listening right now, just, I don't want to lose myself in marriage. I don't want to lose myself in that archaic term called submission. And I dare say your picture, perhaps, of submission is off. I dare say that submission is actually a place of strength. And it's easy to submit when, again, you've picked a partner that, um, that you believe in their mission. And maybe you're already in a relationship, you're already in a marriage, and it's just, it's hard, it's rough, you're finding it difficult to submit. And I wanna encourage you that you don't, you shouldn't get louder and try to push your way. No, Bible actually says that when we submit our spouses that we can, they can be won over by the way we respond, by the way we act. And 
It starts with just submission to the Lord and, and the fact that He's fighting our battles. We don't have to fight our battles ourselves. We don't have to continue life, but so much on us all the time. Um, we can actually relax and trust our spouse um, and trust the Lord that He is fighting for us. And so I challenge you watching right now to relax a little bit. But if you think Jesus, like, he humbled himself. Yes. He got down and washed stinky feet. <laughs> I mean, he, he, yeah. he, like, he's the picture, yeah. right? And so I think, and he was still God and he was a man. And so I think sometimes like, I don't want to do this. It's like, but who's your example? Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to lose yourself you lose. by doing this, right? And it's so fun. Yeah. Earlier, I would do things begrudgingly. And then after I'm like, okay, God, help me. Give me the heart to serve. It started. Totally. Yeah. So I started loving serving my husband, mm -hmm. not because I had to, but God gave me this heart to, yeah. yes. and that heart for serving, like it just did wonders for our um, for our marriage. Yep. And even one thing, I think that um, pastoring a church now, there's so many mm. women, so many single women, and many of them just don't want to get married. Mm -hmm. And um, because of what they think being a wife totally. would do, like how it's going to remove like their calling and all of this stuff. Like you, you all pastor a church. Mm -hmm. Do you see like the... Um, the, the plight of the the woman now in church like do y'all experience that definitely definitely and I think it's it's both guys and girls of just kind of not even sure of what that means and what that looks like and kind of being scared yeah. of yep. of the respect love commitment submission thing and I think that um, we get the opportunity to to show to demonstrate what it, looks it in like. like a healthy yeah healthy the healthy way yeah. maybe you should pray for us yeah, yeah. well help us jesus yes <laughs> help <laughs> us jesus god in this area so many of us um we're doing well and yet so many of us god we struggle when it comes to submission in our marriages yeah some of us have great pictures lord god to to see and to replicate and some of us we just don't have anything mm. I pray, God, that you would put the right images in our heads, Lord, yes, that when even we read the Bible, Lord God, that the scriptures and the women come alive. Yes, I pray, God. Father, for anyone that's discouraged in marriage right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. I send someone watching mm -hmm. right now that just senses, just, mm -hmm. there's hopelessness. Mm -hmm. God, no, no, no. Hoping in you never disappoints. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I pray, Father God, that you will strengthen, that you will give wisdom, that yes, you will Lord. give hope, God, mm -hmm. that you will give energy. God, mercy if someone here that they feel as if that they're um that they're in a, a situation, God, that it's not submission. This is abuse. I pray, God, that you give them even the yes. the courage, Lord God, to step out and to get help. Yes. Yes. God, pray for the singles, Lord God, that are watching a bit discouraged. They're going to talk mm. about marriage again, and it seems something that we want, but something I can never attain. I pray, God, that you remind them that no good thing mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You withhold, oh God, yes. from them that walk uprightly. Mm -hmm. I pray, Father, that everyone underneath the sound of our voice, watching on television, on YouTube, mm -hmm. God, just watching across the world, Sick. that they would be filled with hope. Yes, God. Lord. We can submit, Lord God, in marriages, God, because we're submitted underneath you. Yes. yes. God, we love you. We, we honor you. We trust you. We mm -hmm. say, help us, oh God. Yes. And we know that right now, you're doing just that. 
And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Come on.